Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Dante Diaz and today I'm going to be talking about a movement that, as a result of their activism, ended up strengthening the very thing they fought against. I am, of course, talking about the Christian rights anti-LGBTQ activism during the 1970s. To start off, you can't talk about this topic without mentioning Anita Bryan. Anita was an evangelical Christian, as well as a minor celebrity living down in Dade County, Florida. Her activism started when she learned that her home county was trying to pass a bill that would grant protections for the LGBTQ community and its supporters. With the urgings of her church community, she organized the first anti-gay movement organization named Save Our Children Incorporated, with the initial purpose to repeal that new bill. After a while, the organization gathered enough signatures to repeal the bill, and their mission was successful. Now, with a fresh victory on their hands, she set her sights on a wider audience. So, she renamed the movement to Protect America's Children due to naming conflicts, and set out to help other counties around the country repeal similar bills. According to Fetner's How the Religious Right Shaped Lesbian and Gay Activism, Bryant would describe lesbian and gay activists as predatory homosexuals bent on rec recruiting children into their sinful lifestyle. Her strategy of appealing to people's willingness to protect their children was quite effective, as four other similar builds ended up being repealed around the country. Shortly after Bryant's movement gained traction, another activist surfaced by the name of John Briggs. In his home state of California, he proposed a ballot measure that would make homosexuals, as well as their supporters, ineligible to be employed by the public school system and would fire any current employees with the same criteria. This measure, eventually called the Briggs Initiative after him, cited children's safety as justification for it, much like Aminita Bryant did. This Briggs Initiative also sparked an opposition movement among the LGBTQ community, simply called No on Six. In the end, this bill ended up not getting passed by the legislation. One man who fought against this bill was San Francisco's own supervisor, Harvey Milk, who actually was the first ever openly gay elected official in the United States. Here is a recording of one of his speeches speaking out against the Briggs Initiative. There are already laws on the books to protect our children. Everybody from superintendent of schools, Wilson Robbs, to Jerry Brown, to newspaper editors across the state, agree that indeed we have the laws to protect our children. I was born of heterosexual parents. I was taught by heterosexual teachers in a fiercely heterosexual society with television ads and newspaper ads, fiercely heterosexual. A society that puts down homosexuality. And why am I homosexual if I'm affected by role models? I should have been a heterosexual. And no offense meant, but if teachers are going to affect you as role models, there'd be a lot of nuns running around the streets today. One of his major accomplishments was that, during one of his speeches, he urged his fellow homosexuals to come out and embrace their identity to strengthen the community as a whole and to combat the demonization that they faced. Anti-gay activism is not only evident in these political systems, but also in school systems, as described in Coley's Gay on God's Campus. Within it, 
Coley describes the accounts of various LGBTQ activists at the Catholic University of America, where they experienced a number of incidents in which the school ignored blatant attacks towards them or straight out verbally attacked them on account of their lifestyle and activism. In one incident, a student reported that multiple students were caught slashing his tires and spray painting homophobic slurs on his car. But when the administration was confronted about it, they were more interested in sweeping the incident under the rug rather than fixing it. Another incident involved a professor telling a lesbian student that she is going to hell and should instead find a man to marry and learn to love him instead. Once again, no actions were taken by the administration of the school against this. But what did all this anti-gay activism accomplish for the Christian right other than a couple of minor bills having been repealed? Well, it ended up backfiring. According to Fetner, after these movements caught traction, attendance at pro-LGBTQ events and parades skyrocketed. This community now had a clear opposition to fight against, and fight they did. They restructured their leadership and changed their agenda to directly affect political policies. Around the country, individual organizations started to form, one of which, the Coalition for Lesbian and Gay Rights, included Anita Bryant in their founding documents. So, in conclusion, the Christian right ended up doing more harm than good for themselves in their attempt and their movement in an attempt to demonize the LGBTQ community and its activists. And to finish off, I leave you with this audio clip of Anita Bryant getting a pie thrown at her during one of her public appearances. If we were going to go on a crusade across the nation and try to do away with the homosexuals, uh, then we certainly would have done it on June the 8th after one of the most overwhelming victories in the country. Um, uh, but we didn't. We, we, we tried to avoid it and went into a place called Norfolk, Virginia, and were met with protest and uh, um, all kinds of problems. And uh, uh, every... Oh, oh, oh. Security agent, security agent. No, no, let him stay. No. Let him stay. Well, at least stay. it's a fruit pie. Huh. Thank you, and have a great day. You've been listening to an episode of Transforming America, a podcast about the religious right, its origins, people, ideas, and the way it's changed the political and social lives of all of us. Transforming America is produced by Lehigh University students working together to understand the Christian right and share it with you in short episodes like this. Please join us on this journey. Subscribe to Transforming America so you don't miss the dozens of other episodes in this series.